0: Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mornette. Today we welcome three local nonprofit organizations who are each working to make a positive difference in our community. Cantini, Almost Home Kids, and the Forest Preserve District of DuPage County. You're watching Spotlight, and today I'm joined by Scott Witte and Craig Kruckenberg from Cantini. So it's so nice to have you here.
1: Nice to be here. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, Scott, we're going to start right out with you. Okay. Lots happening over at Cantini, so give us a little peek as to what's going on out there.
1: Sure. So you might know that we're in the middle of our Project New Leaf, and that's the name we've given to our comprehensive rejuvenation of the entire park. So there are very few areas in the park that haven't been affected by the beginnings of this project, and whether it's uh, parking, pathways, uh, buildings, museums, grounds, lighting, uh, and several of the garden areas, there are innumerable areas that are are being affected from our project New Leaf.
2: Yep.
0: I I can tell you, because I've been out there a couple of times as different things have been unveiled. It's amazing. I mean, when you use the word transformation, it is a transformation,
1: right? It sure is. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. You must be very proud.
1: Definitely. And, uh, you know, the good news is we've already completed a a good percentage of the projects.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we'll come back and talk a little bit more about that. Craig, talk a little bit about what's kind of already being done and what the community could expect.
3: So we're in um, year three of our five-year master planning process. And um, this year, we'll be doing a lot of work right behind the visitor center. Scott's, I think, gonna talk about that a little bit later. Okay. But during this time, we will be open.
0: Very Um, important. I think that's something you have done remarkably well,
3: right? Right. Absolutely. We've tried to accommodate um, being open, having programs run um, during the whole time that we've been open. So some, some days, it's a challenge. Um, to get all of our work done, get visitors where they need to go. Um, we do have a full schedule of events planned for this year and there's gonna be a lot to do and a lot to see even though we're, we're gonna have construction going on.
0: Yeah, I, and what I'm, I I found very fascinating when I did a little tour out there is, I mean, even though it's construction, it's still nice looking construction. I mean, you guys always, everything looks beautiful. I mean, as construction goes, you're doing it well, that's for sure. Thank you. Um, talk a little bit about those. Specifically, and you mentioned a lot of different things, and, and Craig's talked a little bit about being three in year three of a five-year plan. But tell us a little bit more specifically about what has been accomplished that, thus far, and what, what's still coming.
1: Sure. So we were able to finish up phase one in December of last year. And so what a lot of what phase one encompassed was the expansion of the parking lots. So we gained 350 additional parking spaces. Um, A lot of the path work was rejuvenated. And by that I mean new brick pavers and easier access and better wayfinding throughout the park. We also added all kinds of lighting to make it uh, easier to find your way around when it gets dark uh, for special events and whatnot. The display gardens were totally reimagined and rejuvenated. The pond we call Gold Pond is now a pond garden that has been completely renovated. This was also... Joined uh, and involved our stormwater management plan. So a lot of the drainage has been rebuilt uh, And helping with our our stormwater we have new irrigation in several areas. We also have um, As part of phase one we have a a brand new playground, which is uh, open to great fanfare. The kids love it It's been a really popular spot Uh, So now moving on through uh, phase one we're going to be moving into Phase 2, and as CK said, it's it's more east of the Visitor Center. Um, And the Visitor Center itself even had some reservations in Phase 1, as well as the First Division Museum. Um, But now we're just moving straight eastward from the Visitor Center, and we're going to be renovating the Fountain, uh, the Scallop Gardens, the Octagon Garden, And we're really excited about a new project called the Rock Garden. And this is going to be an extremely unique component of Cantini Gardens now because there aren't a lot of these out there. And so what this is is it's an opportunity for us to grow some really unique plants in rock crevices and dry gravel beds and things like that that are specific to really unique plants that you can't just grow uh, anywhere. And so we're also going to going to uh, create a new area that is going to be a wedding ceremony site that we call Prairie View and it'll have a large expanse uh, and a view eastward that goes in a a very large low grow prairie area that'll just be wonderful to see and that will be connected via a connector path that is brand new through to the new fountain the way to the visitor center which will really open up sight lines from the garden areas back to the visitor center and allow people to really kind of sense where they are within all the space in cantini park
3: it's going to really help with our wayfinding too people will be able to find their way around the garden a little better than what they used to be able to i think sometimes it was almost intentional that you had to kind of wander your way around the garden to kind of figure out where you are at and i think some of the new pathways that we have are going to be a little more intuitive and kind of get you around the
1: garden a little bit easier yeah. exactly and you bring up the, the great point on all the new path work is ada uh accessible yeah, much so,
0: wider much easier right and, yeah, and for right. those big baby carriages as well right exactly. as well as the wheelchairs
1: exactly yeah um, we're, we're excited about that, and it has already uh, helped out considerably through the park.
0: Yeah. Give us a few highlights on what you've got going programmatically.
1: Sure, sure. So now when you come to Cantini Park, we don't want anyone to be alarmed because they will see some new fence work going <laughs> up uh, starting in May already. But all, everything that was just renovated, is, we've got full access, and so our normal programming is going on as scheduled. So. We, we encourage everyone to check our website because it has up-to-date lists on every event that we have in a clear, succinct manner when, when you go, on, go to the website. Okay. Uh, but one of the ones that's coming up uh, soonest is, I want to kind of give a shout out for the Greenhouse Open House. And that's always our opportunity to kind of show our visitors kind of a behind the scenes thing, what, what goes on. So a lot of people don't realize we grow, I, I think it's over 150,000 annuals uh, <laughs> and every year. And so these plants get changed out, whether it's spring annuals uh, and then summer annuals and then summer perennials and of uh, other other cold hardy plants. So a lot of these beds get changed out three, four times a year to kind of keep things moving through the seasons. But that greenhouse, open open house is a great starter. Then I want to make mention of our, uh, we're we're recognizing the 75th anniversary of uh, D-Day. Yeah. coming up in June.
0: You have the free concert start. Oh, yeah, right? how did yes. I forget? how can you forget that?
1: Oh, yeah, so starting <laughs> Memorial Day, I mean, everybody loves Memorial Day. So right? once Memorial Day comes around, our free concert series starts up, and all the dates are in there, clear on the website, but I highly e- encourage everybody to come out to Cantini. I feel like there's something for everyone in the programming as well, whether you're a history buff, or you're a nature buff, or you just need to get out and go for a long walk and experience nature, or come visit the museums. I think Cantini has somebody for something for everybody.
0: I, I think there is absolutely no doubt about that. It's an it's an incredible gem, and I think we're so lucky that we have it right here, you know, in the community. Uh, I I know for me, it's just a it's just a wonderful, relaxing place to see Mother Nature in her finest uh, year-round quite frankly, uh, year-round. So I wish you all the best with the continued renovation. We will be super excited to see more as that progresses and can't wait for Project New Leaf to be Project Old Leaf
1: and we'll be done with it. And everything
0: will be open. But in the meantime, we wish you all the best for another great season. So thank thank you you very much.
1: Come visit us soon.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) If you're interested in learning more about Cantini and the programs that they offer, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more spotlight
4: at Bucy our story centers around you your goals and your dreams you dreamed of owning your first home you partnered with us to customize a plan You started a business you trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs you wanted to leave a legacy You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our
0: promise. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Mournette, and joining me now from Almost Home Kids are Lainey Grace and Sheila Gallagher. So welcome. Thank you, you. We're super excited to talk to you. You have an amazing mission, Sheila, and
5: I'm just going to start right off and have you tell us a little bit about what you do. Yes, Almost Home Kids is a, a wonderful place. We have two main programs. We care for children who are very medically complex, so children who have tracheostomies, ventilators, things that help them to breathe, to eat. And our main program is our transitional care program where children who are ready to leave the hospital but not quite ready to go home come to Almost Home Kids, we train the families so that they can go home and live in their communities, which is so important for children. And then we have a respite care program, which helps to keep children at home in their communities by helping their families to give them a break. If the family is going on vacation, if they have to do something with their home, um, take other children to college, then their children can come and stay with us for a short period of time. We'll care for them with our 24-7 nursing, and then they can go home again and again, be home with their families. It really does embody, uh, Lainey, doesn't it, the almost home kids. I mean, it's all right there in the name. It really. Is. It really is. We believe that all children should grow up in a home with their family and so our mission is to make sure that that happens and really be as home-like as possible so when they're away from home they're experiencing what it is like to be in a home until they're in their own home.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. And so important to the health, right? I mean, we know that if you feel more at ease, that that whole healing process, uh, you're not feeling stressed. That doesn't aggravate what you're dealing with.
5: Yep. And what we see is children in the hospital are there when they're sick, acutely unwell. When they come to us developmentally, we see them start to meet milestones that they haven't met so far. So children who are starting to sit up, who are starting to eat, starting to talk, starting to walk. And then when they go home, we see that that change even more so because they are in the right place with their parents, with their families.
0: Yeah, now you,
5: Almost Home Kids started in Naperville, right? Yes. But now, where are you currently located? We're still in Naperville. We have one location in Naperville. We also have a second location in Chicago that opened in 2012. And we've just opened a third location down in Peoria. So our goal is to really be in the communities where we're needed, where families need us, so that families aren't having to travel far to see their children, to train on their care, that they're local, that they can be there with their families.
0: Yeah, and, and obviously very much located where major hospital places are, right?
6: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, Sheila, how did you get involved with Almost Home Kids? Um, I have lived in Naperville for 25 years. I was 12 years on home and school board and teaching religion, and my kids went off to college. I was looking for something to do and literally almost home kids is kitty corner across the street from my house so i thought i'm going to check it out i walked in and that was it i was sold it's it's an unbelievable place you know all you need to do is take a tour and you're going to want to help out
0: yeah Yeah. now
6: talk a little bit about what you're doing for them so i started out as a president boards uh council and then they asked me last year was my first year as a co-host along with yanni gordon This year we are having a spring gala in early April, and it's called um, I'll Be There Motown Affair. It's gonna be a blast. You're gonna have a lot of time to dance to the moods. Um, There's lots of silent auctions, you know, raffle tickets, things like that, all to contribute to Almost Home Kids, so the most important part. So um, it's great, I've got you know so many people supporting me and it's it's been a wonderful experience so now a little birdie tells me you've got a lot of friends that have come along for the ride tell me about that <laughs> i did not have to convince them um but i do have neighbors two neighbors a high school friend a health club friend um and they all are very generously uh contributing their time they've worked very hard the Naperville Community has really... I don't like asking people for money. I'm not comfortable with that. But you walk in and everyone wants to help. It's been terrific. Well, and I think that speaks to the mission, right? Yes. You know,
0: one's hope is that you never find yourself at your facility. But if you do, you can only imagine what's needed. And that's not inexpensive care. That's very expensive care. So you need
5: that fundraising, right?
6: We do. We do. Especially the respite care is...
5: I mean that 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 is not funded. No, no, no. There's most children don't have funding for respite care, and so the families who desperately need those breaks don't always have access to it. And our goal is to provide respite care for any family that needs it without cost to them.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a wonderful and a very lofty goal with with the no cost. But I mean, such a critical component. Yes. Um, I think oftentimes, and we we've heard. Uh, from folks before about when your child is in that situation how that
5: impacts the whole family right yep yep mm-hmm. it really does it impacts everything from work to school the other children everything that happens when you take your child home from from the hospital as a newborn, you expect to take them home with a diaper bag, and you don't expect to have ventilators and suction machines, all the other equipment as well. So just embracing the families and the children and making them so much part of the community and embracing the whole family makes such a difference. And. It's a wonderful, wonderful mission.
0: Yeah. And that all-important break, then, you can refuel, yes. which we all need to do, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sure it means, and you've sort of said it, but I'll give you the opportunity to say some more, Lani, in terms of how that community support feels at Almost Home Kids. Yeah, it's
5: it's so appreciated. I mean, Naperville is really a community with a huge heart. Um we're embraced as part of this community and it makes such a difference to us. We couldn't function without people like Sheila, without our volunteers who come and plant bulbs to bring spring into the into the garden and the volunteers that read to the children, who play with the children. And the financial support is just so big because it allows us to have our programs that bring more to the children. So we have a child life specialist who helps the children develop um, as they should. We have physical therapy, we have speech therapy, lots of different programs that really help the children come along and just having the community heart with us um, is huge. All the staff at Almost Home Kids appreciate it so much. Yeah. Now, what is next? What's next for Almost Home Kids? Well, our mission is really to take Almost Home Kids wherever it's needed. So we have an expansion team. Um, We are um, taking our model out wherever it's needed. We're working with other children's hospitals in different parts of the country to bring this model to them because we want children to be out of the hospital, on their way home and really help those families to get those children home into their communities. So. That's a, it's a, it's a great goal, and I mean, I, I I know we spoke with members of your organization,
0: it seems like just a moment ago, when they were just thinking about Peoria, yeah. and here you are, you've already opened that up. Mm-hmm. So I have every confidence that we will continue to see that expansion in the years ahead. Yes, for so, sure. Thank you so much. I wish you all the best of luck with the gala. I'm sure it's going to be terrific and a ton of fun. Yes. So, yes. yes, it will be. <laughs> If you would like to learn more about Almost Home Kids, please go and visit their website. We're gonna take a quick break. Stay tuned, we're coming right back with more Spotlight.
4: Shop downtown Naperville this spring with over 100 shops from national favorites to one-of-a-kind boutiques, plus over 50 restaurants, and health and beauty options, too. Downtown Naperville is the premier shopping destination in the western suburbs. And don't forget about Downtown Naperville gift cards. They make a perfect gift for every occasion. Come shop, dine, stay, and have fun in Downtown Naperville. At Busey, our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise.
7: Stay up to date on what's happening in our neighborhoods and schools at City Hall and all across town with NCTV 17 News Update. Email directly to your inbox once a day, Monday through Friday. This two-minute video not only tells you the latest news, but shows it to you. All at your
1: fingertips.
4: And that's what's happening right here in Naperville. And the best part, it's free. So sign up today at nctv17.com slash subscribe.
0: Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Winnett. I'm joined now by Daniel Hebriard and Mary Lou Worley of the Forest Preserve District of DuPage County, so welcome. Thank you, thank you. Lovely to have you here, and I'm gonna start right off with you, Daniel. What's going on out there? What are some of the new initiatives happening?
7: Well, one of the most exciting initiatives we have right off the bat in 2019 is we're looking to go more solar. Yeah. So uh, we just approved at our recent board meeting, uh, contracted to do our first solar project, and we're hopeful that it's gonna be a big success and spur on more solar projects. Uh, One of the other initiatives we hope to do is a little bit of uh, less enthusiastic or exciting uh, about bathrooms. There's, there's not too many places in DuPage County where you can say, where can I go see an outhouse? Yes. I think the DuPage Forest Preserve System might be the only one. Okay. And so I think people prefer flush toilets. And yeah. so one of the things we're trying to do is get a few more flush toilets here in DuPage. And we might just have some solar on top of those. Oh, So interesting. those are a couple of the big projects uh, that we're hopeful to do more of in 2019 and really get the ball rolling and see if that can, again, steamroll into some more projects into 2020 even.
0: That's, it's so interesting, because I, you know, here you are, a Forest Preserve District of DuPage County, and you know, solar, I mean, it's so fundamental, right, to everything that's happening in the space that you take care of. So I think that's wonderful that you're doing and and channeling that, right? And bathrooms are important. I mean, you know, nobody's talking about them, but if they're not there, it's a problem.
7: Well, and that's exactly, I mean, we are leading green agents. Everybody thinks forest, and of course (laughs) we're green. Uh, But we need to use, uh, we need to use green technology better, and I think the opportunity with solar is fantastic right now, with the state you money, and with just the technology improving, I think we really have an opportunity to be a leader in that technology and giving it to the residents of DuPage County.
0: That's wonderful. Now, Mary Lou, you're always excited about projects happening
2: at the Forest Preserve, (laughs) but tell me what you're particularly excited about right now? Right now I'm excited about the green barn. Okay. Uh, This is a feature on the landscape that has come to the district as a donation from the Bill Green and the Green family and it has been stabilized by the Forest Preserve District but it's not occupiable yet. So the district uh, has voted to approve for a green barn ad hoc committee this year and they are meeting to determine the scope that they've been charged with is to determine uh, and make recommendation as to what would be the best public uses of that building and Oak Cottage and that campus area at the corner of Green Road and Hobson Road. And that is in an unincorporated area of DuPage County where Woodridge, Naperville, and Lyle come together. So I'm very excited about the uh, enthusiasm that the people are bringing to that board, the the five members of the committee. The public is welcome to any of the meetings that they have. Uh, It it is uh, agendized and posted on our website. But the building, it's the largest barn in DuPage County, and it has a a significant story, not only the agricultural roots, but also Bill Green wanted the future to use it for whatever the future purposes would be. And as such, um, I'm very excited uh, to for the recommendations that will be coming. And to that Green Barn project, the School District 203, the high school at Naperville North and Naperville Central, their architectural classes have chosen the Green Barn campus uh... for their uh... project this this spring
0: that's wonderful that's very exciting and i'm sure they're gonna have lots of different thoughts about that i mean i have fond memories of driving back and forwards. i live not far from uh, on Hobson road going by it and and just i think it's wonderful that we're looking to what can we do with that as we move forward so uh... and i'm sure those kids will have a lot of good ideas about that Daniel. Talk a little bit, if you would, about things that you think maybe people don't know about the DuPage County Forest Preserve. It's funny you mention
7: this, and I was just talking to someone here in the studio, actually, and we have an an outdoor archery range that is free and open to the public 365 days a year. So I think people, you know, sometimes put the Forest Preserve in a box. I think it's just trails or it's just a little bit of nature, but, you know, we have that archery range. We have a boat rental right there at Blackwell as well and across the street at Herrick Lake. Uh, We have... About 12% of the property in DuPage's Forest Preserve, so that you know, nearly 26,000 acres. People might not be aware of all the different things we offer: six education sites, you know, three golf courses, seven dog parks, uh, model uh, airplane and helicopter, and uh, you know, the new things, you know, the boating and the, uh, uh, the drones, drones, the drones. Yes. Uh, so. You now all these areas, I think that people really, if they do a little bit of research, it's really close to home. And so yeah. those opportunities are right here, not just to hit a trail, which is fantastic. We have 140 miles of trail, uh, but to do, you know, a kayak trip, you know, in one of our lakes or a kayak trip down the West Branch or down the Salt Creek. And so those opportunities are so close to home in these beautiful areas that I think that sometimes people don't realize right here in DuPage County, we have so much of a variety of opportunities.
0: Yeah, I think as you, I mean, just as you're talking, that's a huge amount of stuff and, you know, very family friendly so you know don't have to put the kids in the car and drive hours on end to go find those right uh right here in your backyard as you said
7: exactly and we have so many programs that are free or you know nominal priced so that we can get families in teaching them archery teaching them safe boating um you know getting them into the preserves but also then having a recreational experience and so you you can go to an 1890s working farm here in DuPage County you can go see an animal animal rescue center at Willowbrook Wildlife Center here in DuPage County. You can go see a CCC building, you know, the Civilian Conservation Corps from the 1930s here in DuPage County at Foldersburg Woods. So we really, just the wealth of opportunity to go do some exciting things that are really, you know, close to home right. and either cheap or free is, is right here at your feet,
1: so yeah. it's very exciting. And, that and part
2: exciting. of it is the volunteer opportunities to get involved even deeper. That, you know the the natural restoration of our of the forests and the the prairies you've got uh, helping out at willowbrook wildlife you've got the Native equestrian center you have all sorts of ways that you can give back to the community that you've chosen to live in yeah and, and that is you
0: know i mean everybody's always looking for how how can i get involved right so i mean you're giving people a lot of new and different ways to think about getting involved
7: we have garbage pickup, you know, for maybe a business that's adjacent to the Forest Preserve to help make it look beautiful. Uh, We have again, you know, full-time volunteers or should say long-term volunteers, over 900 every year at the Forest Preserve. So we have all these opportunities and absolutely we want to reach out to them and again go to our website, check us out. Uh, We're hiring volunteers right now. So we absolutely want to bring people into the fold.
0: That's nice. Now you also, I know, and Mary Lou's talked with us before about you have capital projects and, and resource improvement projects. So what What do you got on the docket right now?
7: Well, there's a lot of exciting things happening right now. We've done our master planning, and we're not quite to the end of it, but we're getting so close. And with the master planning come to a close, we're going to identify a lot of important projects in the community. Uh, you know, a couple buildings, uh, we're looking at Mays Lake Forest Preserve and really Willowbrook uh, Forest Preserve where mm-hmm. the master plan has already been done. We're just looking at the phase two project. And then we have an immense amount of natural resource projects where we improve the ecosystems and the habitat, you know, because that's really who we are when you mm-hmm. kind of boil it down. We're the forest preserve. So we have a number of those that are going to be part of that master planning, you know, when we come to the project phase. So it's an exciting time because with that all coming to a culmination here in 2019, we're really gonna be looking at some cool projects for 2020.
2: And the connection to the trail system, we're looking at our last link over a difficult complex over the DuPage River and Roosevelt Road. We're looking to re-meander and improve the Springbrook Creek, which is uh, right by where the Seneca used to be, part of Blackwell. Uh, all of these things are guided by a very important master plan that actually has goals, objectives, and tactics that helps not only the staff and the public but the, uh, but the uh, employees to best guide you know with recommendations as to how can we prioritize when there is a big demand on tax dollars and we 're only two cents out of your tax dollar yeah. uh, and it, it is a separate elective body. Uh, that oversees the Forest Preserve District in DuPage County, which is a good thing because we, we aren't going to put a landfill back in the in the Forest Preserve and we're not going to put roads through the Forest Preserve anymore. <laughs> so all of these things is a culmination of awareness on behalf of the residents and the expertise of our staff and the commitment from all of our commissioners. There's six districts. I represent District 5. President Hebriard is elected countywide, and then uh, each of the six districts has one representative all looking at the, the funding and the possibilities for the entire county of the Forest Preserve District.
0: Well, and I think, and you said, I mean, you've got an immense amount of space, a lot of things that you're trying to do there, so so critical that you have a plan and you have priorities as much as we'd all like to do everything right. We've got to put them in a row and, and the dominoes have to fall in the right direction. Thank you so much for dropping by. It sounds like you've got tons of great things happening. We're going to hope for a really sunny summer so those solar panels are in good use because <laughs> we know people would be needing the bathroom no matter what. So. Thank- Thank you for that. If you would like to learn more about the Forest Preserve District of DuPage County, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at UC Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you want to learn more about the organizations featured on today's show, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in your community, sign up to receive our daily news update, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching.